Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Season 2, Episode 2 of the Captain's Corner Podcast. Joined once again by Michael Murphy, Josh Wainwright, Columbia Football Captains. Guys, thanks for coming back. Good to be back. Good to be back, man. Appreciate it. So uh, let's just jump right in. Yeah. Let's see how everything's going. Uh, what, how was the first week of classes like for you guys? Just trying to get uh, adjusted to senior year, really. Not, nothing really has come up. Uh, just going through classes, going through football, nothing on the weekends. No game day to, to be prepared for. So uh, not much going on right now. Just kind of, you know, two weeks out, a little bit under two weeks out from that first game. So uh, just starting to get our minds set on that. But uh, other than that, just getting adjusted to classes, you know, going to, going to school, making sure everything's, you know, lined up and uh, good to go for the semester. Sounds like he's got it a little, little bit more <laughs> down than me. <laughs> Uh, still finalizing a little schedule, but you know we'll get it all in order. What's the process like for you guys scheduling your classes? This you know from the previous semester to to this mm-hmm. semester and everything like that. So give give people a little bit of an idea yeah. of what what that process is like. Um, it's cool. Uh, as you as you kind of get older in the Columbia system, you kind of get more and more focused and realize what classes you want to take. Not only for your major, but for your interests, for your concentrations, mm-hmm. whatever. That may mean, and then obviously as you continue rising up the kind of seniority ladder, you get first dibs on certain classes and, and whatnot. So um, definitely gets easier on a year-to-year basis, picking classes and picking and choosing which ones you want to take, what professors you've heard good things from, good reviews. Um, so so also last week you guys uh, made some stops and delivered some tickets to season ticket holders. Uh, talk about the Columbia football fan base and, and what it means to you guys for a little bit and what that experience was like uh, handing out the tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my second year. I think, Josh, you did it with me last year, too. So no. it, was my, it was my first Okay, year. so that, this was my second year doing it, and, um, you know, I got to see some familiar faces, uh, but some new faces as well. And um, it's just cool walking, like, around, like, campus, Barnard, Columbia, like, basically the entire Columbia campus on 116th and uh, going to just different areas and seeing people. We were walking around in our jerseys. Uh, so I feel like I, we got a lot of weird stares kind of walking <laughs> around like, who are these guys? What are they doing? Holding a bunch of gift bags. But uh, it was just cool to go around. And, and, and I mean, the um, the adults were very appreciative. All the, the faculty members were extremely appreciative. We, we went in, took pictures with them. They were just very excited, very happy. Was, I think it's a cool thing that we do to kind of get people ready to go for the season. Yeah, um, yeah it kind of reminds you, because uh, obviously we're in camp for like a week, week and a half, two weeks before everybody else gets to campus. So kind of just walking around once you get off the bus home and nobody's around and you're like oh man like, so walking around heading around tickets mm-hmm. <laughs> people are like oh we're so excited yeah. for the columbia season you're like okay our fans are still there we're good yeah. <laughs> are you guys starting to get a little bit more recognized on camp campus and everything now i mean especially after two back-to-back uh winning seasons yeah, and everything definitely and just being here for four years it's, so it's, i mean there's six thousand kids in undergrad school here so you start to see a lot of familiar faces i mean i just feel like a you know, I, feel, I don't know everyone, obviously, yeah. but I feel like I'm very comfortable here being senior years. I've seen so many just familiar faces. And, uh, you know, wearing my jersey, I feel like people kind of have an idea. Okay, they know who, what's going on here. Uh, they know, they were very obviously like football players. Um, so, yeah, it, it is nice to have that recognition at this point, something we didn't have as a freshman. Yeah, Murph's an icon living. It's been over a week since we, we talked last, and I want to get an idea of what you guys have been working on in practice and mm-hmm. what the preparations are like now compared to the end of camp and everything like that now that you're in a little bit more of a regular routine. Yeah. Um, well, first off, um, like in the practice schedule, things have kind of calmed down a little bit. We aren't doing um, s- as much, you know, uh, live periods and whatnot. We had a scrimmage the other day, and that was a little bit of live action, but, you know, 
coaches are kind of tempoing things down and trying to get us more in the mindset of St. Francis mm-hmm. um, and, you know, two weekends, 13 days, 12 days, whatever it may be. And so, yeah. And, and something that coach always talks about is just doing those routine things, like yeah. the routine plays inside zone, like the the base coverages, you know, getting the routine plays down yep. and also being very uh, communicative, communicative um, on defense, you know, knowing exactly what your job is before the ball is snapped. Um, we've put a huge emphasis um, in this period before, before, you know, we have a game, we put a huge emphasis on just knowing your role, knowing your responsibility before the ball is snapped, uh, because that'll put you in a position to make great plays. Yeah. Camp is kind of the, the, the point in time where we're like, all right, what can we do this year? Like, what playmakers do we have on either side of the ball? You know, how many big plays are we going to have? You know, what's what's our role going to be, you know, in, in this setting? And now that we kind of understand that and we've had two weeks of, of guys going at each other, now it's more of, like Murph said, you know, getting the little things done correctly and making sure we're not missing anything. So. At the end of last week, you guys had the annual Columbia football players draft for all the first years and everything like that. We talked about that program last year, uh, but for those that may not have listened or are still catching up, kind of walk us through what that is and what that program has meant to you guys mm-hmm. uh, throughout your four years here. Yeah, well, I'll start off. Um, it's been it's been great for me um, personally, and I know a lot of other guys in the program can say the same. Uh, basically, your freshman year when you come here, you uh, enter into a uh, draft pool, and the draft pool consists of you know all the freshmen in your class that are all football players and uh, a list of alumni get to draft a freshman football player and essentially act as their mentor through their four years at Columbia. Um, So I was drafted by a guy named Derek Janison, actually, and he's been extremely helpful and supportive over the past, you know, three, four years. This past summer, actually, I spent the first half of the summer in Pittsburgh working with him over at Merrill Lynch. Um, You know, so great experience. Um, You know, the mentorship program is just an incredible uh, thing to use that it is at our disposal that you know wouldn't be there if our administration you know hadn't put it in place. Uh, our alumni they're always extremely helpful and always looking to help out us in whatever way they can, whether it be you know uh, helping out with things in in terms of classes at Columbia, helping out in things in terms of uh, the, on the football field or you know in New York City. So um, you know just an extremely supportive base that we have and you know it's something that we're very we're all very thankful mm-hmm. about. me as well i mean my guy uh and i know derek well which yeah. is cool so like the guy whoever picks you i mean they're not you know going to be focused just on you derek right. has talked to me as well and like um just very active with all the columbia players so i think it's just such a special thing that they do um, my mentor is hal robertson who's a, a little bit older um, but someone who has just stayed in contact with me all four years um here texting me after games wins or losses you know, when I went through my injury, he was there for me, texting me, asking how I was doing. Just another person to kind of be there for you when, you know, you move away from home and you start this journey uh, in New York City. It's just another resource to have. Um, in addition, they are great people to network with. So, I mean, they have great connections. So this is someone I can come to and say, hey, I'm interested in this uh, specific industry. Do you think you know someone in that field? And they're always helpful um, to point you, you know, in the right direction or, or maybe give you someone else who, know, who has those connections. Yep. Do you guys have friends on other teams and everything. Do other schools have a program like this, or is this kind of like a one-of-a-kind thing? I've never seen anything yeah, like not it. that I've heard of. Um, I, I really haven't. And they do a really, like, fun thing out of it. They, you know, have a, an official draft, and, you know, they drink, and, and they put the put the players up on the board, and people can trade up spots. It's just <laughs> something that I'm actually very excited to join once I'm done here, um, something that I think I'll be involved in as well because um, I know what it, what it means to the players. 
um, I know how helpful it can be. So yeah. it's cool to get the guys who just graduated being mentors and also a mix of, of older men as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you have guys who are just coming out of college being mentors and then older guys. It's a really cool, diverse uh, selection. Yeah, What's it like when, when the guys that just graduated come back for you and seeing them? Do you guys give them a hard time mm-hmm. or anything? Call them old, old guys and all that stuff? Oh, or? Of course. Every yeah. time I see them. Yeah. We, like we just, this past weekend, we just saw uh, Kyle was there. Yeah, Kassner. Landon. He was yeah. over there hanging out, all Anders, those guys. Anders and, uh, yeah. It was weird looking up and seeing them in the stands, like, oh, wow, you guys were <laughs> yeah, down here. Like, it feels weird. Yeah, definitely. But it's but always yeah. good to see them, for yeah. sure. That's what's so great about it. It's a self-sufficient program. So, you know, guys who get involved in it, they just want to pay it forward as soon mm-hmm. as they're done. So they come back and, you know, they be that mentor for the for the next guy. So it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Great. It's fun uh, for, uh, one more thing. It's fun yeah. for us too because we get bragging rights on who gets drafted first, who gets drafted <laughs> second. So we, I mean, it's fun for us players as well because uh, so we do the, do we the alumni do the alumni have one player every year or do they just wait and like have one per every four years? I think How they get one per year, but multiple so mentors have multiple uh, mentees as well. Okay. So, so my mentor Hal has has you know three other guys in addition to me. They pick one every year. Um, so yeah, but they might have, you know, a couple, which is nice because, you know, uh, John Harris, who's a linebacker for us, uh, we share the same mentor. So okay. when hell comes, we, we hang out with him together and talk to him together. So it's kind of a joint thing. Now just completely shifting gears yesterday. Most of week <coughs> one of the NFL got underway. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your teams and get to know you guys a little bit and how everything went for you guys on that first Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll start, we'll start with you, Josh. Um, I mean, look, I don't, I mean, I'll, born in Houston, raised in Austin, right? So most people are like, are you a Houston Texans fan? I'm like, "Eh, I mean, not really. Dallas Cowboys, definitely not. Don't like them. (laughs) So as soon as I came to New York, I was kind of like pushing behind the whole Giants thing. Like I kind of claimed them as my team, but obviously they traded Odell, so. Uh, that was tough. To You're see. just an Odell fan. I mean, big big Odell guy. That's real. You know, we're at 13. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Uh, but, yeah, Giants. And he'll be back next Monday. So. He will be. It will be. Um, but, yeah, uh, kind of an incredible weekend as far as offensive playmaking goes yeah. this first this first weekend. A lot of big plays. You saw Lamar Jackson with, what, four or five TDs, which was kind of – it's kind of like it's against the Dolphins, though. Let's like pump the grapes on that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dolphins are tanking. I mean, yeah, They're tanking for Tua, yeah, so. Nuts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, Antonio or Hollywood Brown, Antonio Brown's a Hollywood. So <laughs> I don't even get into. It. Yeah, oh my god, take a while to talk about. But that's yeah, just like th- that just seems all premeditated. Like he wa- <laughs> he knew he wanted to wind. But, but like, what is it about insane, the, the wide no, receivers that that amazing. have that personality? Like, what know, do you think? Like, Josh, you can kind of maybe speak to that a little yeah, bit. You talk about that. Well, here's <laughs> – okay, so we were actually just talking about this the other day, right? Um, running backs in the league. Or, first off, wide receivers have the potential to make the most money in a salary uh, for position players, for anybody else other than the quarterback mm-hmm. on the field, which is, you know, a great thing because, obviously, they, they catch all these passes and they have all these yards and get touchdowns, which I'm a receiver, so I'm all for it, you know. But then on the same in the same breath, you got like running backs uh, as skilled players and like, you know, linebackers who are putting their bodies on the line like every play. Mm-hmm. Like as a receiver, you know, sometimes you're blocking, you know, sometimes you're getting hit. Absolutely. But not every play are you going to go in there and sacrifice right. your body. So like I feel like that kind of is like a. I don't know. It, it gives them a little, you know, a little a little swag. It's like, yeah, yeah I get paid the most. So uh, like with Julio. You know, he right. got three years, $66 million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. 
So that's twenty-two that's a million a year. Yeah. yeah, like he's making a lot of money, which is awesome for him. Awesome for the brand. Go receivers. <laughs> uh, but you know, maybe you know it causes some of these guys just to you know get a little. But then you got guys like Julio and Larry Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. like. They just stay under the like they stay on the radar Lines, with that yeah. stuff like and they're you know all time greats yeah. and everything like that so it's yeah. like that's you know my I'll favorite my favorite guy to do it he's kind of a mixture of both he kind of stays under the radar but then when he needs to you know he'll put somebody in their place DeAndre Hopkins yeah he does yeah that, yeah. yeah absolutely there's this, there's this video pre game he was they were playing the Cardinals I think and and one of the Cardinals coaches came up and said honestly. You're the best in the game right now. And he goes, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. <laughs> which is which is like that's awesome. <laughs> uh, Murph, Bucks fan. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it's a tough life, you know. I still do, you know, think back to 2001 when we won the Super Bowl with Gruden. I still oh, watch those highlights. Get out <laughs> it's of rough. Here, dude. I mean, uh, hard to root for, that but was uh, like 20 years ago, my God. I know, dude. I was like three years old or two years old or something when that <laughs> oh happened. Oh my God, I was in college. I, know. I remember that game. <laughs> yeah, we beat the Raiders. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's tough to to root for him. You know, I want Jameis to do well, but you know, it's just like uh, we have a lot of good players. Just can't figure it out. I, I think it's a culture thing. Uh, Arian um, should help with that a little bit, though. Yeah, but I do definitely watch a lot more college football. Um, I'm much more interested in college football. So Saturday nights for us are great, you know. Yeah. So so it's because it's like there's so many games, so yeah. many good games, and, and uh, the great thing is there can be an upset at any moment. You know, I think about Tennessee, Tennessee getting mm-hmm. upset again uh, by BYU. Just a lot of good games going on. Texas was great. That game was cool. Um, and then uh, you know, unfortunately, Florida State. <laughs> Florida State's yeah. not look, looking great either. So, I mean, it, you know, Florida, you know, my home, I got to abandon the home roofs. <laughs> I don't know. I'll hop on a band, bandwagon yeah. somewhere else. We'll see. You always got the Dolphins right. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> but the Jaguars. Oh, you know, it's like, it's tough. It's uh, tough. Man. It's all good, though. Um, <laughs> does it, do watching these games on TV kind of get you a little bit more energized for the season as if, you it's know, football you, season, baby. I know. It is back. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it's something in the air, honestly. I mean, yeah, watching the games, I mean, it's it's yeah, we're ready. <laughs> we're so ready to yeah. to play. It's it's crazy. Obviously, we could benefit. We're gonna benefit from the extra, you know, week or so that we have. But uh, we're just ready. The uh, the whole mindset is back, and it's the fall. The weather's great. I mean, we're just ready to go. Yeah, the weather is great. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Anything we missed? Um, quick shout out, Coach Stowe. I didn't realize, man, he has like forty two records here since he's been here i, I was reading a bio teams. about him yeah and yeah he's done what it's he's done is, is pretty <laughs> insane the special actually. teams have been yeah. outstanding since coach bagnoli's taken over and he you know obviously coach Stowe gets a, a lot of credit for that yeah. and everything but As the kicking should, game yeah. has just been on point all all four first four years here and coverage has been good how many i mean big plays on special teams yeah. you can you can just ke- you can't remember them all. There's so many of them, yeah. and then when you put see a number like, what would you say it was forty one? Forty one or forty two? Yeah, and I mean, ridiculous. Could be more to come this year. Special teams, absolutely. You. <laughs> all right, guys. Another week down in the books. Oh. We'll do it again next week. Thanks everybody for listening. You can catch us on iTunes, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud. Again, we're still working on Google Play and other platforms, so stay tuned for that. We'll be back again for with another episode. And a reminder. Get your Columbia football tickets. They're on sale now. Season tickets, single game tickets, whatever you want, they're available. So call 888-LIONS-11 or visit www.gocolumbialions.com slash tickets. If you can't make the games and you want to watch the Lions on the road or uh, any of the Ivy League games, uh, make sure to sign up for ESPN+. Plus. 
Subscriptions are as low as $4.99 per month or $49.99 annually. Visit www.espnplus.com for more information. Guys, we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you again. See you next week, Mike. Sounds good. We're alive, baby.